everybody. Howdy. How y'all doing? So, Mr. Green, Josh is flying on the radar. He's going under his business. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a minute. I was like, who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Mr. Cruz? Uh-oh. They do zone. Yeah. He said, watch later. Help me change it. He's flipping back on us. <laughs> you always do, brother. We appreciate it. <laughs> yep. So we got Nick Gill, funniest man in the world. <laughs> yeah, if y'all missed that show, go back and watch it. I still need to go back and listen to it. I don't think it's up on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> hey, it's not. I got to. Okay, so after the show, I'm going to download what I haven't and try to get them up there. So Because I've been yeah. very relaxed on it. And uh, – I need to. But anyway. I was going to go back and listen to it the other day. I was like, ah, oh, crap. Well, you, should, you should just message me say, hey, where's the... Uh... Uh, it's all good. <laughs> We've been busy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, how's your... Uh... Oh, look, there he is. Mr. Hudson. We were I just fig- talking about you with your ears burning, buddy. I figured he'd be on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, How's your week been? Been crazy. It's been crazy since March 1st. The water fountains have unleashed and we've been... Trying to keep you swimming, <laughs> so uh, uh, that's, I think that's a great thing to have. <laughs> oh, absolutely, no complaints and, at all, and a curse at the same time. So. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not been a curse. We've been happy to have it, and just trying to figure out uh, logistics and everything, making it all work's been the hard part. But we got it figured out, and it's running pretty smooth right now. So, Heck yeah. What about oh, you? How you been doing? Great thing. <laughs> so um i already know but <laughs> yeah so for all y'all okay so last last friday i had a job that um was a 23 model um grand cherokee had a sharp crease in it a little bit of paint damage <laughs> <Don't get laughs> i love it yeah um anyway I had a lot of stuff going on around the shop, like outside the shop, and I needed to flash it with my torch. And I was doing that and didn't realize that I stopped my hand moving with the torch lit. Mm. And that white Grand Cherokee, that spot looked like a, a roasted marshmallow. It just, just burnt that paint. So, you know, I've, I've done conventional repair. It's just been a while, but I knew that, you know, hey, I caused it. I'm going to take care of it. But if you tried to go through a body shop, it was going to take a long time for it to get it done. So I spent all weekend, any and everything that could go bad on that sucker and went bad. It happened. And, uh, you know, had it ready by uh, yesterday afternoon. He picked it up and just loved it to death. And nice. uh, so that's all. And I didn't charge him anything. Of course, he still wanted to pay for the dent repair. I'm like, no, I'm not charging <laughs> yeah. you anything. This is my fault. I'm taking care of it. And that's, that's uh, what you do. He loved it. So that's good. Anyway, other than that, everything was fine. And, uh, you know, I got, you know, a couple of hell jobs from the little stuff that hit around here. But other than that, man, just normal, normal stuff. We keep Basically. getting false alarms. We've had like five. Oh, hell, hell, hell. Nothing. I don't yeah. know. It's like, quit. <laughs> So Bonnie, I was talking to Bonnie in the seventy-five hard group yesterday. And she said, "Y'all gonna get it?" I was like, "No, we're not buying." Like, it's not. I promise you, it's like it goes this <laughs> way. There's been a lot going on, man. Hell wise, and uh, just bad weather. Because last Friday, it's Friday, Thursday, no Friday. Yeah, my daughter and her boyfriend came home from Arkansas from college, 
And the day they left is when it hit North Ar- North Little Rock tornado oh, yeah. there, which luckily lifted and went over Cersei, which is where the college is, just, mm-hmm. just northwest, I mean, northeast of Little Rock, and then hit up there around Nadu. Uh, yeah. It tore up their little, their little bar they yeah. go to to eat at. So, so. Uh, they were calling for the same stuff yesterday. Luckily, nothing happened. Um, so it was good. But, yeah. Uh, a lot of hell been hitting a lot of bad weather, so bad I know, I know, I know. We 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 wish for it because the hell, you know. But, but you don't want the destruction with you it. You don't want it. Just like when I'd I rather have, I'd rather have everybody safe and not have hell than to not, you know, get hell and everybody's shit be destroyed. So, yeah, we're we're uh, even in this industry, we're storm whores. Just yeah. like I was when I traveled for nine years managing disaster work. We wanted the disaster. We didn't want death. Yeah. We wanted. Because that's how we made our money, but right? Anyway. So yeah, great show tonight. Uh, and uh, we already got I'm excited. I'll be getting to learn about Steve firsthand because I haven't got a chance to talk to him or nothing except for a little, little bit before the show. So this be a, this be a good show. So I, I don't, like. yeah. So I don't know him personally, other than I met him at MTE, and uh, he is who I was talking in line with uh, to get a beer <laughs> during the award ceremony. And that's when we heard, you know, that we won the Golden Mike Award. And I come back off, and he's like, "Congratulations! Here's two beer, you know." And uh, was, he was super nice. He was he was really asking us about our show and you know why we do it and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, this is somebody like what we normally want to get on. Somebody seems like a really good person. Uh, been in the industry for a while, and, uh, and obviously, you I love check out. Them. Sorry. I love having our I love having our friends on, but it's really cool getting somebody on that I haven't talked to. So we're all getting to learn about that person together. So it's be real yep. cool. And and uh, you know me looking know up because I'm I'm going to Facebook stalk whoever it is. And <laughs> dude, I mean the the stuff he does. You know the he does a lot of bike bike racing and stuff. And and so we're going to dive into that and and really get into it. But uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and and get him on here. But. Uh, Y'all welcome to the show, Mr. Steve Cruz. What's up, brother? Good day, good day. How are y'all? Oh, great. How are you doing? You kind of heard how our, our week's been going, so <laughs> hopefully yours is do, going you know, a lot better. But uh, Yeah, I didn't have to paint any cars, thankfully. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but I, I can tell you what, I, I, it's just like PDR. Um, you know, you, you learn what you did wrong, and everything that i did wrong the first time I, I fixed it and i had to go back and repair it again was i'm like now i remember you know was it so so the next time i'll know what to do was that thing pearl white too it was not pearl white oh it was, God, it was white <laughs> yeah. it was white and i was able to blend into both sides of the door so it matched up nice awesome. uh, but it was it was way overstretched i even told him i was like look I wouldn't have been able to fix this without taking everything apart anyway. It already had paint damage, but if I didn't... <laughs> Josh said, what are you trying to protect behind that door? I just noticed. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's another office in there. And uh, that's where I, I'll, we'll pull the hoods and trunks in there and we'll do them in there and AC instead of doing them out in the shop. I was about to say, is that when you put the adjusters and lock them in there until they make sure to pay you? This is the temp location that was already on there when we got here. So, <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> I like it. 
Yeah, that's hilarious. Now you're you're out of Houston, correct? Yes, but in, you're uh, in Houston, uh, just northwest of Houston in Cyprus for. Uh, I guess I've been out there for about 26 years, 27 years. So, yeah. yeah, it's been good. Where'd you move from to go out um, there? Uh, really, I moved from Houston just okay. out. Yeah. So, Cypress is a suburb of Houston. So, moved out there, I guess, about, uh, I guess, 95. And I've been out there ever since. So, I've been in the same neighborhood for, like, 26 years. Um, been through five houses, two wives, and man, I really miss my <laughs> houses. So, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh goodness! Uh, I was gonna, so, yeah. oh yeah, I was gonna say Brendan Yeager was in Houston. I think he just got back from Houston. He's got family down there. Was hanging out. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Um, disappeared for like a month. <laughs> so we'll we'll go ahead and dive into you know kind of like we do with everybody else i was telling you beforehand and kind of get a quick synopsis of how you got started in the pdr you know industry and and how you learned about it you know that's that's always neat to kind of hear and uh you know to where you are now so yeah so um back in uh, like 91 uh, my dad had several transmission shops. Amco Transmission was a big franchise. Yeah. And uh, he wanted to sell uh, because the EPA stuff and OSHA, all the chemicals and everything like that. So he said, find something we can both do. So he sold the shops. Um, and I just started looking. I, I've always loved cars since the first day I seen him come home in a hot rod when I was probably four or five. Yeah. And uh, just always wanted to be around cars. I started looking at some stuff like detailing and, uh, and I came across, uh, this, uh, little training ad in, uh, opportunity magazine or something like that. And it was dent repair. I was like, Oh, that's cool. So one of my best friends who lives in San Antonio at the time, I started telling him, yeah, I'm looking at this thing, you know, it looks like dent repair. It looks pretty cool. And he goes, well, I got a friend here in San Antonio that does that. We've used him several times. I was like, Oh, we'll set up a meeting. So set it up, go to the guy's place. And he was running a pretty good operation at the time. He had probably 12 guys working for him. And uh, we took him to lunch and he showed us around and stuff like that. Um, and so we talked to him at lunch and uh, I said, well, why don't you just train us? So I don't train anybody that doesn't work for me. I was like, oh, okay, no big deal. So I said, which one of these places would you go to to get trained? And he's like, I wouldn't go to any of them because they can't train you in a week or two. You know, it takes longer than that. So... Um, asked him again. He said, no. And then the second time he, I asked and he said, no, I said, I looked over at the waiter. I said, uh, another round of drinks. And, uh, <laughs> so brought some more, uh, margaritas. And by the time we were done with margaritas, he's like, okay, I'll train you. <laughs> <laughs> My dad and awesome. I, uh, drove to San Antonio and, uh, stayed there for about two and a half months, uh, training. And it was five, six days a week. Um, you know, we were like nine to five Yeah. and, uh, just before we were about to leave, they had a huge hailstorm in San Antonio. He wow. comes out in the shop and he's like, Hey, y'all want to stay and work off some of the money y'all, uh, y'all paid? Like, oh yeah. So <laughs> it, was, it was an awesome deal. You know, we got to work yeah. on sale, chair car, yeah, that's, car. It was perfect. You can't beat that. Yeah. So when we left there, um, he, was, he, he said, you know, y'all are probably better than like 95% of the people out there. And I just thought he was BSing the kids. You know, we just yeah. paid a bunch of money 
Yeah, he's like, hey. <laughs> he's going to butter you up. Just yeah, to yeah, out there. push him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I trained it so good. Y'all are better than everybody in the yeah. country. <laughs> so, but we actually got out in the field, and, like, I think he was pretty right because I was I was seeing all sorts of dent work that would look terrible. And I'd spend, of course, at that time, I'd spend hours on a, on a dent. Yeah. I'd get it right, you know, mm-hmm. what, he, what he taught us. And so it just worked out great from there. And I guess since like uh, 91, 92, we've been doing it. Awesome. Um, my dad retired probably 15, 16 years ago. And I got my oldest son working for me. I got my middle son and then my younger brother, um, who's chased hell most of his, his career. But uh, it's been a great career. I love working my hands. Um, you know, I can do paperwork. I hate it. <laughs> right. but, but I like working with my hands. I like to be able to uh, see something that I fixed or did and it's right. Yeah. You know, so um, I've always been, you know, pretty much self-driven. So I just wanted to be the best I could. And it took me a long time before I was better than my dad. It kind of pissed me off. But <laughs> <laughs> and but I'm trying to age. Not trying to age you or nothing, but I think I was nine or ten years old when you got into PDR. So. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Yep. Just, keeping you, just keeping you grounded there. Yeah. <laughs> well, the tools, if they had the tools they do now back then, oh, man, oh, I'd be better. <laughs> we say that all the time because I started, uh, what, in 03, and it's crazy. Like, glue pulling was not where it's at now and stuff. It's just crazy right. how far the games came. Rest in peace, left eye. What the hell? I don't know what that means. I don't know. It's a Facebook user. Yeah. It's probably, <laughs> probably Tad. Probably Tad thinking he's texting somebody. You don't even know. <laughs> I was about to look and see. Um, yeah, I don't know but yeah we just, I just um, you know, I think the first MTE I went to was at, uh, when it was at the uh, Corpus Christi. Really, the goat and sheep barn, yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds like it, <laughs> yeah. And so that's where I got to meet most of the people. And uh, people were just looking at the shirts that I had, and they're like, Hey, where'd you get that done? Where you know, everybody's asking. I even had some people say, hey, Can I use your design? No, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no shit. Back off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the. We were talking so, about your shirts before the show. Like, it is a really cool design. Like, you, you stand out a lot more with that. And I, I do like that look for you. So, it's awesome. Yeah. I like and, how all the all the different logos are incorporated into it. Yeah, it's really cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, the shirts are called Sublimation. I guess most people know about them now. Um, I race BMX outside of uh, working. And uh, my sons and I go all over the country racing. Um, but when we were racing for a team, uh, the team we were on was getting shirts that are jerseys that were sublimated like this. And so when I went to have new shirts made 15, 16 years ago, I was like, I want something nice that's going to stand out. And so I just designed a, a shirt uh, that I liked and then sent it to the people. And after a few yeah. uh, things back and forth, uh, they made it work out good. Um, we went to uh, SEMA. Like right out, right after I got the shirts, and there was so many people that would stop me from all these different companies. Like, hey, where did you get those shirts? <laughs> so I just tell them, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, going back two or three years later to SEMA, 
Man, lots of people have it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it. It's funny yeah. how that works. In. And now yeah. you can't go there. I mean, everybody's got sublimation. So yeah, probably can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> sublimation got real big in the last 10 years. Yeah. Uh, really in the last, say, five years, six years. I'd like to get some stuff. So we don't have any sublimation. Like, I think it'd be cool. Like, we got Ray new shirts, and Amanda got some new shirts that are vinyl. And man, this thing's going to be hot this summer. Yeah. Like, it's just so thick. This is Ryan Campbell, by the way. Yeah. He was uh, replying to Hudson. He just texted yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. I kind of figured it out because Hudson saying, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls. And, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if it's still Ryan or not. So you, I that Orlando twenty eleven twenty twelve. Somebody met you at their yeah. first MT. <laughs> this is why Facebook users are fun. <laughs> that was yeah. Bob Cormack. Oh, okay, Bob Cormack. Bob, yep, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That was so, way up uh, my first Brian time. Brian Mills, man, everybody's like a Facebook user tonight. Yeah, y'all making it hard on us. <laughs> y'all go click that link in the description and uh, grant StreamYard permission to see your name. We know y'all know how to do it because y'all do it all the time. But He's talking anyway. about SEMA. I'd, I'd love to go to SEMA sometime. That's one I haven't been to. Oh, it's yeah. off the hook. Off the yeah. hook, folks. I mean, I'm like this all day. My neck hurts. My feet hurt. <laughs> It's like you can do 20 miles in a day and still not see it all. It's just yeah, crazy. I, I heard it takes at least three days to, to really kind of see it all, maybe more. But Yeah, for uh, sure. You'd at least need three days to – that way you can kind of stop. And uh, old old Dent guy down here with me, he went years ago. He, he said, if you ever go, take a book bag, will you? He said, because every booth has something free. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Bobby. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Okay. And then you got to get pictures of all them, you know, and yeah. see them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, short story, a funny story. And if Don Cavanaugh was on here, Don Cavanaugh was on here, then he'll, he'll remember it. But my boys and I are walking around. We got our shirts on. We're all matching, you know. And if you see us dress up, usually – all of our stuff matches. Our shoes will be gray and green and black or yeah. gray and blue and black, whatever, you know, depending on what shirt we have on. And so we're walking around and this guy comes up and he's got, I think he had like cargo pants on or something like that. He had a t-shirt, you know, like a rough beard, you know, four or five day beard. And uh, he comes up and he goes, hey, hey man, y'all do PDR? I was like, yeah. And he goes, I do PDR too. And I'm like, Okay, so uh, <laughs> we're talking, and we're talking to him and everything else, and he's a super nice guy. And then uh, it's like, okay, we're gonna take off, so we leave. I think the first thing I said to my boy is like, I don't even think that dude does PDR. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I do it in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> so maybe two years later, if that, I meet him at MTE. He's like, oh shit, holy crap, he does. He is. He does do PDR. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> No, he's just following. Just he's like, well, I gotta live up to the law now. I gotta go to MP. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, that was good, though. Yeah, for sure. What, was it Don or? It was Don. And oh. I, I said, Don, I'm sorry. I didn't hey, think hey, I was hey. wrong. I didn't think you were. I can, I can, I can, I can yeah. see it now. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he can get cleaned up and look good, but he had like a you know, rough beard on, and I think it's hat with on backwards. He had just, oh, yeah. You know, look, all right. <laughs> we love O'Donnie. Don's awesome. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he was on uh, him and 
Gregory were on Vadine's Dents and Dreams. Are they talking about training? I think Vadine is doing like a training for all the trainers and stuff, trying to get them out there so everybody can kind of, you know, ask them about PDR and get make their decision themselves a little bit easier. Yeah. All right, Bob. You're good you're now, Bob. Right now. Good job, Bob. my man. <laughs> oh, Bob went to a, 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 like a small little rodeo, like, bull riding the other night or something like that i saw pictures that's why i, was, I guess his profile picture now is a yeah. cowboy shirt and hat <laughs> anyway um <laughs> forgot what i was gonna say yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> it happens <laughs> and I'm what, to sleep, so i don't even know what, what, what one of them days it's just like huh. <laughs> um oh quick story so yesterday Ace about my dog, my German Shepherd, Steve, uh, about chewed up a, a baby kitten here. Oh, so there were two little kittens, probably about this big, out front yesterday. I pulled a truck around and I'm like, oh crap. So I went and I shut the gate. He hadn't run around here yet. Well, they were right here in front of the, uh, the window. And so I got my wife and I went back there. And because every time I try to pick them up the wild ones around here man they just want to scratch crap out of you so i go get my welding glove as soon as i grab that glove ace knew exactly what i was doing <laughs> he starts just going berserk so i go out front i try to get that the first kitten over here well the sucker ran away ran away from me and went through the chain link fence and oh. i grabbed the back of it but by that time ace was already standing there <laughs> the head, everything in his mouth. He's just going to town. And I'm like, oh, no. Everybody <laughs> coming out of the, the other shops and stuff around here. Oh, I'm like trying to kick him off. And he's like trying to grab it while I have it in my hand. And just, I'm like, dude. <laughs> oh, shit, Joe. Yeah. I go to get the other kitten after I got that one away. And it's just like nice as can be to me. <laughs> I think it's yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, I, I'm oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, Bob, you guys have. Uh, you guys do mainly retail. You do some wholesale. What what kind of is your business model? Me, Steve. Yeah, did I say Bob. You say oh, yeah, I yeah. got Bob. I got Bob. Yeah, Bob does retail. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all I'm having to sleep. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm saying tonight. It's just it's just coming out. <laughs> uh, so we did have a shop for uh, probably five or six years, um, but at that point it was uh, still pretty new. Uh, so. You know, you, you had to really get out there and get more wholesale work than anything else. And we didn't have hardly any hail in Houston. So um, we ended up uh, just doing a lot of mobile stuff for dealerships and um, went after wholesale. I, I don't I think my first month in business, I made 85 bucks total really? roast, 85 bucks. And I was like, holy cow. I'm not Did I make a mistake? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was newly married. My wife is like, oh, shoot, I got to get this thing going. So uh, I've been through uh, many um, uh, different sales trainings through uh, Amco, uh, through the franchise my dad had at the time. Um, and so I just used a bunch of that stuff that I learned and started going out to the dealerships and hitting them up. And I don't think I've got any account that I have. And a lot of them I still have to this day. Really? Uh, by not hitting them more than four times. Yeah. I, each one, I didn't get a single one until I hit them at least four times and just tried to show them what I could do. Uh, and so it just worked out really good from there. 
picked up some accounts. Like the first couple of accounts that I got, um, I've been out there four times and uh, finally went out there again. And uh, it's like, yeah, go ahead and let's try this job. So they gave me a job to do. I fixed it. And the guy goes, okay, well, walk the lots. Let me see what you got. I think I wrote up like 39 cars, maybe 40 cars. And he goes, do them. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got work. Yeah, a lot of it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, so it was probably like that. And then the next one, I think it was maybe 75 cars. that the guy Really? And so we just like, you know, trying to bust them. So, That's but awesome. it started out really good. And uh, wholesale has been uh, where we've made most of our money. Uh, here probably in the last uh, 15 years, maybe 20, uh, I've wanted to do a lot more retail. And, you know, just by word of mouth, I've been getting retail, but uh, with website design and um, just word of mouth, we got a lot more yeah. and, uh, you know, got lots of five-star reviews. I mean, all five-star reviews. Um, awesome. We just try to do the best work possible. For sure. Uh, train my sons up. And they've known like I'm anal as can be <laughs> like my yard has to be done just right. You know, yeah. aging just right. Uh, so I, I, they've seen that throughout, you know, them growing up and everything. And so um, both of them, uh, both Corey and Kingston are, uh, they're probably better than me now. I mean, they're, they're extremely good. I don't mind putting off anything big. Um, and how old are they? Uh, Corey's 35. Uh, he'll be 36 years shortly. Kingston's 26. Um, I got a middle, a uh, younger son. He's 20. I want to beat him up. And uh, <laughs> and then I got a little girl, uh, Corbin. She's six. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. Nice. So I'm working on a baseball team. So you're going to be retired. You keep it up. <laughs> Next day, I have baseball shirts with the ding lifters on it. All the time we come rolling. Out. That's right. <laughs> be awesome. Now you said you, uh, you hit all your, you know, you hit everybody up four times. How often did you go by to, you know, check on these dealerships and stuff? Probably uh, once a week and really uh, twice a week, you know, just say, Hey, I'm, I'm here. Just, you know, got something here. Oh, my guy was here, whatever it was. Um, but, um, yeah, it, in sales, a lot of times it's, it's not being the slickest talk or anything like that, or even the best tech. It's just about perseverance. Right. And, uh, you know, they can see you want to work. Like I've never been afraid of working. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've had probably my own business since I was 12 mowing yards for home builder, builders out in Katy. Of uh, Houston, so I've always been like I'm ready to work. Like I'll get dirty. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, always... about, it's about building that relationship with with them and just being yeah. a nice person. And you know, you don't have to be like slick, like you say. And right. you know, oh, I'm the best around. You need to do no. Just just be nice. Just be courteous. Treat them like you would anybody else. You know, a friend and. Right. And you, they're going to love I, you and they're going to stick with you. And I applaud that persistence. Like, I always had that head trash when we were for Dent Wizard Prospect. And, like, two times I was usually done. If they said no twice, I was rolling out. And yeah. who knows if I went back two more times, I might have got those accounts, you know. But it's just that head trash. Like, all right, I'm pissing them off. I'm done at this point. And so. well, I, I, you know, you, you went up to the used car dealer and the new car uh, manager and stuff like that. But then I would just start handing cards out to every salesperson that was there. And then I'd go to the service and do the same thing, you know. And even with the, the technicians that were in the back, I said, hey, I do dents, ding a car, call me. 
you know, I know we can fix it. So, and uh, it just uh, went from there. So, yeah. I don't know. Have y'all ever chased? Y'all chase or? Did no. once. Yeah, yeah, me too for two weeks at Brandon's house. <laughs> that was last year. Yeah. <laughs> this, is I did. A, this is my second time to chase. Uh, the first time was in Denver back in 14 or 15. And then uh, here, uh, this just January. So, I, you know, uh, you get a chance to make all that money. It's it's super great money. But, like, I love my family. Yeah. Not to say that all, the other people don't. But I'm more committed. I was more committed to my family than I was to making a lot of money as far as yeah. like no money. So and, and, I, and that's that's why I don't. One of the reasons I don't do it. Another, I yeah. traveled. I traveled for almost nine years, seven days a week, managing disaster cleanup before yeah. I ever got into this. So I was gone all the time, and I swore up and down I wouldn't. I wouldn't travel again. Now, only reason I went in 2020 to Oklahoma was because. Right after COVID, they shut everything down. They got hit, and it just it got slow here because nobody was selling cars because nobody could go out of their house to buy a car. Right, and uh, so I got a call. I was like, "I'll go. I'll go for three weeks. Come back a week. Go for three weeks. If you need me like that, I'll just keep doing it. Make great money. Come back and picked up. Yeah, I've been. I just always. I like being in my own bed every night. Like (laughs) it's just a nice feeling to be home every night. we're trying to build something here, and actually, my my new team member Ray Slate's watching tonight. So, what yeah. up, Ray? <laughs> I don't like saying employee. I feel weird saying that shit still. So it's team member. That's how we roll over here. So, yeah. but yeah, we're trying to we're trying to build something here, and you know, you go chase. I feel like you're losing. You're going to lose part of that if you're out chasing while you're trying to build something at home. So yeah, it's hard to do both. Yeah, it is. But and I mean, like, like Brian he Mills is, is doing it. <laughs> like yeah. he's killing it. So. It can happen. It's just I would I would have a stroke before I made both of those work at the same time. Yeah, right. And, it, and it's baseball season right now, so I'm not going anywhere till that's over with. Yeah, I've already tried getting up here. I'm like, hey, you come hang out with me for a couple of weeks. I, yeah. I owe you one anyway. And that somebody else texted me yesterday about you know you want some hell money. I'm like, yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, but you know, uh, you know, if things change, I'll let you know. But I just, yeah, you know, yeah. In the early years, I'd have to cut out early uh, and say, "Dad, I, I got to go." Uh, you know, I'm coaching my boys' baseball teams and stuff like that, so it was pretty important to me to be yeah. be there and see him grow. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've I've coached him, you know, when he was little, and then now he's a junior in high school. So I'm I'm not missing these games, and, and he's a yeah. pitcher only, so we don't know exactly when he's going to go in. You know what games? Uh, so we're gonna make them all. Uh oh, duty calls. <laughs> Brian said it's hard, it's like starting back over every time you get back home from you know chasing yeah. the retail. I can only imagine. Yeah, home's yeah. where it's at for me anyway. Yeah, no doubt. Me too. Well, let's get into. Uh, I know we kind of talked about it just a little bit snippets but uh who you are outside of the bdr world so we know you got four kids we know you know their ages and all that so (laughs) (laughs) and uh but you know you kind of went into doing the the bike racing stuff so uh what all how long have you been doing that um what all 
we're all you said you travel all over the world doing it and i think you've got your son or sons into doing that too yeah uh well i've been to aruba to to race uh although they weren't racing when i was there unfortunately but uh that's where most of my family is from it's from aruba okay. um cruise uh the way it's spelled c-r-o-e-s is like smith here uh gotcha. there's like uh, oh when i go there to visit they're like uh do you have family here? Like, yeah, I got a lot of family here. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because they want me to spend a bunch of time with them. So hold up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, the same friend that got me into uh, the uh, told me about his friend in um, San Antonio, PDR. Um, uh, he he was racing BMX, and when we were kids, he raced, but I couldn't because my parents wouldn't take me. Yeah, bummed me out because I was really crazy on the bike. I could do whatever I, I needed to do. Uh, so when I turned um, 36, I decided to rebel and uh, <laughs> start. That's 36. He, he invited me to a race. I went and bought a. I'm uh, sure you, a mom and dad. Got <laughs> <laughs> my own bicycle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll even buy two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, had my first race in San Antonio, I think it was, and I don't think I've been at been my first six races. I think I was at six different tracks around Texas, um, and just started loving it. Um, got really good. Um, so, uh, when Kinks and Corey was, uh, had, was living with his mom most of the time, but he did race some. We went to Pennsylvania and raced there and some other places, but um, Kingston and Rush. They, uh, we were the ones that are mostly going around, um, and racing all over the country. Corey at the time that he was 16, 17, had a truck, a girlfriend, he was good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, been all over, met you know, probably most all the pros. Um, met uh, a couple of guys, one of the guys uh, here in town, uh, in Conroe. Um, Kyle Bennett, he was, uh, like one of the best racers, uh, that you would have ever seen. Um, I ended up passing away, but, uh, we would hang out. We would fly to these different races, you know, put our bikes in, you know, boxes and in um, golf cases and stuff like that, tear them apart oh. and just travel different races, uh, shack up at hotels, you know, and, uh, Sometimes it'd be like twelve of us in a in a freaking room. <laughs> Dang! Like, like this is gonna do it on a budget. I didn't yeah. care. You know, it was fun. <laughs> and then we'd all race and go out to eat afterward. Get get back early and go to sleep and be ready to race again on Sunday morning. So, um, it's been uh, it's been great. Um, took in, I've taken you know, numerous hits, you know, but uh, just get back up and start racing again. <laughs> how's your uh, How's your knees? I know that's hard on a. You know, These are really good. And really, uh, it's the knees aren't a big deal because if you're landing properly off of a jump, everything's smooth. Like you're okay. going off smooth, you're landing smooth, uh, so it's not a big deal unless you crash, and then you got to worry about your knees. So yeah. right. <laughs> but I've just met a couple people in the past that dirt bike race and stuff, and they, you know, as they got older, their knees were kind of shot. So I didn't know. Yeah. I guess they yeah, wouldn't land it properly. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite as jarring as uh, as motocross, BMX. Okay. If, you're, if you're doing it right, you're smooth. And 
uh, you know, you're just pedaling as hard as you can and then, you know, jumping smooth and everything else. Right. Um, but uh, it's actually kept me in uh, pretty good shape. Like, cause I, ha- like I have goals for a state or for national, uh, you know, whatever it may be top 10. And uh, so it drives me to stay, uh, stay in shape and deep ride and, Hopefully not taking too many margaritas. So, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're trying to learn PDR, that's on time. No, it's a. Isn't David White? Doesn't he do BMX or is he dirt bike? Uh, uh, no, he's not dirt bike. I just think he does mountain bike, kind of like Kevin Bird and that. They just kind of uh, more recreational. And stuff and- he may. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I've seen. I've seen some videos of him, but that was a couple of years ago or something. But. I don't know. We'll ask him after the show. Yeah. Well, this past year, my, my two younger sons, uh, they've probably done the best they've ever done. One got second in state. The other one got first in state and then had a national number one for the race of champions that they have. And so it did really good. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's good to see that. So Yeah, it makes you proud. Yeah. Me getting older, I'm, I'm in an older group now, 56 and over. And I was like, man, I'm going to be racing these old dudes. And I get up there like, I'm an old dude, too. Shoot. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> He's still fast. Now, hold on. There's his motorized. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, the guys that I race, uh, most of them like, that are in the top 10 in the nation, they're all ex-pros. They started racing back when BMX got started. Yeah. And so, like, I would look at them and, you know, like, like I'm looking at these guys in magazines back in the day, and now I'm racing these freaking like, <laughs> yeah, awesome. you know? That, yeah. that is pretty awesome, especially you know, you, you don't like me. I don't, I don't know about all the racing stuff. You know, I don't know that they still do it at, at you know your age and stuff like yeah. that. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, um, how big are the courses and stuff usually? Most of them are about a quarter mile, sometimes a little more, sometimes less if it's in an arena. Okay. Um, we got uh, a track here in Houston that uh, in 2020, I think, it, it's, it uh, opened up. It's, it's probably one of the premier tracks in the world now. Um, it's a rock star uh, race park, okay. and um, it's maybe 30 minutes from my house. It's got a huge hill for the pros and then one for the amateurs. But very technical track, and it's great practice to go. Yeah, I mean, if we can dial in this track, and we can dial in any track around the nation. You know, is it uh, is it dirt or is it? Yeah, it's dirt. But they, I mean, it's like you hit the ground; it's like landing on concrete. Oh it's yeah, so oh yeah, I'm sure. Impacted. Asphalt turns, you know, and wow. uh, you know. So we've been all over. I was in um, Orlando and then uh, uh, Bakersfield at the end of the year last year and then went to Tulsa for the championships, but uh, just fly all over and, and race. And it's just a ton of fun. You know, sometimes, awesome. sometimes I get it handed to me. Sometimes I get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That, yeah. I'd, I'd love to see it. You know, yeah, I loved BMX stuff back in the eighties and nineties and I loved riding, but that's back when I could actually sit on one of those seats. I couldn't, I, I, I wouldn't be able to walk for days just sitting and pedaling somewhere. <laughs> I got, I'd have to have one of them grandpa seats, you know, the springs right. and everything. Else. I had my, I had my Dave Mirahara back in the day with the pegs and everything. I didn't yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, trying to do yeah. tricks, breaking my face in the driveway. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the, the seats. You're only sitting on them when you're, uh, you know, waiting on, waiting to get on the gate. Other than that, yeah. you're off the seat the whole time. You know. Oh, it's, I imagine. Yeah. But like just riding around, like I'll try to, like we'll go camping and stuff like that, and I'll jump on my son's mountain bike or something like. Dang. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I got a stationary. I got a stationary bike at home. And I'm doing that. A lot of times, that's my first workout of the day, and I'm like, get off, and I can barely walk. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what was I thinking? <laughs> but yeah, like you said, that that's a little different situation. You ain't on that seat. You just pedal yeah. like pedal yeah. like hell. I remember. Uh, so my my parents never would buy the expensive shoes and all that you know stuff my cousin would get all the, the nikes and the jordans and stuff like that and i'd get the walmart brand shoes and you know but right after um um oh, damn my, my mind's gone what's the <laughs> what's the damn bmx movie oh rad rad, rad. yeah so right rad. after rad you know came out a couple of years later and stuff and I wanted a BMX, but I wanted this lime green with the white seat and all this kind of the white tires and stuff like that. And they took my old bike, <laughs> took it apart, <laughs> paint. I mean, it looked great, but it still wasn't a damn real BMX. <laughs> Put pegs on it and stuff like that. I mean, I loved it, but I'm like, mm. you ain't got that huffy. You got that snuffy. It's a great way to break yourself while camping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's funny, um, you know, getting into the bikes. I just bought a like a regular old BMX bike at the store, uh, not at Walmart, but like a, like a I think it was um, uh, one of these national ch- chains they have, like Academy or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't something. think it was Academy. It's some other store, uh, a bike store, and uh, I went and raced it for a long time. But after we started getting, you know, more into it and everything else. Um, you know, you start wanting to get this part for it, carbon forks, you know, titanium, yeah. this and that. <laughs> so, I was like, uh, when I got the boys into it, um, Kingston first, like I wanted to set them up good. So I got him just a regular bike and then he started getting better and better. Well, he's, you know, by the time it's all said and done with, he's riding on like a $1,600 bike and he's six, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, hey, none of your friends ride your bike. No. Okay. And I'd see a kid on there or something like, what? Get, boy, get off that bike. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you got the money to fix that thing. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, but, yeah, it's just um, any – like, really anything with uh, wheels and an engine or wheels and or an engine, I love. Like, if it's a boat, I love it. Sea-Doo's, bicycles, I'll ride road bike, too. And I got a couple of really nice road bikes that I ride. Uh, some motorcycles like i just i've always just loved vehicles you know and uh they, they've really been my passion i think that's why i just love pdr i mean um like i could retire but i love what i do you know right. so uh but i do like getting off the pdr has um really helped me to where i am now because now i'm able to do stuff that I really like to do travel and uh, go all over the place, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for weeks at a time. So yeah, the boys, awesome. boys can handle the stuff while I'm gone or I'd do it over the phone. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, so you on motorcycles or what? Yeah, no, if I did, I'd be divorced. 
<laughs> I had I, I had a couple of crotch rockets. I had a CBR 600 F4I, then I went to the ZX10, and then figured out I didn't get to ride that much with kids, so got rid of that. Yeah. And I got a I got a little 87 square body now, okay. 396 small block in it. So nice. Uh, I, I, I grew up on four wheelers and three wheelers. And, okay, but yeah, two, wheel, two wheels like motorized? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I miss I, I miss I my ZX10 all the time. Every once in a while, I'm like, man, I wish I'd just hop on a thing and go right now. But yeah. So uh, my second wife, I kept telling her like, I want to get I want to get a bike. She's like, no. I was like, well, I want something that goes really fast. She goes, we can get something that goes really fast. I said, well. The thing that I want that goes really fast is a Ford GT. And I don't know if y'all know what that is. Mm-hmm. Very well. Yeah. So, like, that's pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that yet. Uh, <laughs> but I tell you, so I've been divorced for about four years now. And uh, now I have three motorcycles. <laughs> what are you? So you were what talking are you about the ZX10. Uh, I have the ZX14 Ninja in the lime green. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, nice. my Harley um, uh, Road King, and then my uh, Yamaha Striker. I just absolutely love that bike. Nice, like, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So I thought about like a Busa or a, you know the fourteen, but I like I like the smaller ZX10 for like I like whipping curves a little bit easier and stuff. So yeah, so I went, went a little smaller. And plus, I thought with that, I was like, I'll build up. You know, I'll start out at six hundred and seven fifty one thousand. It was the first day I turned it so much up to one thousand. Like, let's go. <laughs> it didn't last long <laughs> the first motorcycle i got was the zx uh 11 like oh yeah i like that I, I like it 500 is 500 but this zx 11 looks pretty nice <laughs> you're right picked it up and you know it was oh, fun because uh you know i ride out a long time ago when i was really uh, big into sport bikes um and we would go out on the weekend, usually a Sunday morning and just leave early at six, seven o'clock in the morning uh, and just head out I-10. It's long stretch of, you know, straight road. Yeah. You get up to 176, 177 miles an hour. That would keep you high all. Oh, day, yeah. You know? And then we hit the curves in the country and everything else, grab some lunch at a one of these mom and pop stores out in, you know, nowhere, Texas. CFE, yeah. Yeah, we walk in. We'd have all our leather suits on, our helmets, and everything. We're like, "What the heck?" You know, <laughs> just super fun. You boys don't fit in around here. Right. <laughs> That's one thing I regret. Like when I had my bike, I never went to it. The tail of the dragon out here in like North Carolina. I never got to go to that, and I want to go. It's like I can't remember how many turns and so many miles. Like it's, it's like just constant, like hundred eleven turns and. And a couple miles, seventeen miles or something like, or maybe that, not even that's, that. That's the where I want to go. Is yeah. either take either the Striker or the the ZX out there, both. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've heard it's it's awesome. Um, oh yeah, that's what I heard. Like I said, I regret not going mm-hmm. while I have my bike. We talked about it, never made it. So yeah, I like at the bottom of the hill they got three, a bunch of oh shit on the tree. Where everybody wrecked their shit, there's like parts <laughs> all over the tree from yeah. like the wall. 318 curves and eleven miles. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a uh, little backstory on why the second wife said no to the bike is because uh, my the first bike I had, uh, I it, 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 uh, I rode it really well. I mean, I could throw it around and everything. It was a big bike, mm-hmm. uh, but then it um, had a problem with it or something like that. So I borrowed a buddy's bike. 
uh, one of my best friends who I'm, I'm still best friends with him today. Um, and so it was like a, I think it was an R6 or something like that. It was the X6. And so we're out riding and uh, we were way out and it was my birthday. And my wife's like, don't, don't go, don't go. Spend here. Like, man, it's my birthday. I want to go ride. Yeah. So I went, I was well more selfish than for sure. Uh, back then. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't grounded yet. Um, but uh, I got the, I told her I'd be back by 12 and like it, uh, like 1130, I look at my watch like, ooh, and I'm still like an hour and a half from the house. I'm like, I'm about to make this quick. So we, like 11 or 12 of us get back on this road and we're hauling bud and the road I've been on many times before. And uh, I knew the road. So I'm leading the pack and they're pretty far back. And I'm, you know, pretty much dragging knee just about through each turn. I knew the turns. I got to this one turn and I started hearing the stuff hit the fairing. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, the bike slid down and slid to the uh, to the grass, high-sided me off the bike, and the bike mm. ended up hitting a tree about mm. 10 yards off the road and just disintegrated. Uh, I ended up uh, about 65 yards in the woods. Um, had the leather suit on and everything. Um, mm. And uh, got to my knees. I looked around. I could hear cars and people screaming and everything. I was like, what in the world? My back hurts. I laid down. And uh, then uh, waited, and I started. I heard this lady. It seemed like four or five minutes later, this lady starts yelling, and I like I just raised my foot up in there. That's all I could do. Mm-hmm. And she came over. She was a nurse, and uh, she actually was there mm-hmm. until the paramedics came. But uh, and so that she, was your third uh, wife. No, yeah, that was the first wife. The first wife gets a call from my best friend. Um, he's like, Steve, accident. Because we're in the middle of the woods, like uh, Sam Houston State National Forest. Uh, so, and the cell service wasn't good back in uh, 96. So, um, yeah. but anyway, uh, my, uh, I'm out in the field uh, or in, in the woods, and this lady's helping me. And I was like, I think I'm laying on a stump or something like that. So, I raise up and there's nothing underneath me. Uh, so, uh, ended up, uh, broke, uh, my T four, five and six, my back and mm-hmm. C two and then broke my arm. Um, Jesus. but, uh, it was, it was kind of funny because my, my best friend comes running out there. He, he, he pulls up on all the other bikes who are sitting on the road and he's like, Hey, who, who, uh, somebody crashed. Like, yep out there and who is it like it's steve and he's like did y'all go we don't want to see that shit <laughs> so like all they did i think one of them saw me just fly yeah and so he runs out there and uh yeah he's I, i'm sure surprised to see me alive and um so he, he's asked me questions and everything like that and i said hey ray um is the bike rideable <laughs> he goes, oh. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? He goes, Steve, the engine's over there. <laughs> over there. And I think there's an imprint of something in the tree. <laughs> I was like, there's a fairing up there. <laughs> okay. So they, they ended up taking me to hospital. Um, and uh, I had the halo on for about uh, six months. They, they put in my head here and here, body mm-hmm. cat and stuff like that. That's uh, scary. But, yeah, so like the, the second wife, She's like, no, you're not getting another bike. <laughs> but, yeah. but, Understandably so at that point. Like, I can see where, yeah. where she's coming from on that one. <laughs> right. 
funny thing is, like six months after the accident or seven, uh, I bought another. I bought another ZX11. That's like, crazy. It, but I just bought it to sell, and I ended up selling it like. <laughs> but my wife was so mad. Man. I imagine. So, hey babe, look what I got. Oh, yeah, yeah, see what had happened was. <laughs> so I'd always, I'd always wanted, like, I always loved ninjas and stuff like that growing up. Yeah. Know, I wanted one, but you know, but then I got in when they were, you know, doing all the, the bike building stuff, the OCC and the West Coast Choppers and that. Right. That's I love metal fabrication. That's what I want to do with build them. Yeah, but you know, I couldn't own one because when me and my wife were dating, one of her good friends at the time had a little sport bike and uh he had a broken arm he just got it out of the cast he went over on the bike to the girlfriend's house when he left he did a wheelie leaving that and at the end of the little road was a 90 degree turn and he hit the oak tree at the end died Mm -hmm. and so then it was like you're not ever getting a bike right okay (laughs) can i can i build them (laughs) yeah that's it I was lucky with Amanda. She actually liked the bike. She wanted to go ride with me all the time. That was another reason it was hard to ride because we both wanted to go ride and the kids were at home. So yeah. one night, she, that's why that ZX, ZX10, it had a smaller, you know, thinner back seat on it. She's One night we went to Nashville. She's playing, like, my ass hurts. And that's a, that's a probably usually, it's about 30 miles to Nashville. We made it back in about 10, 15 minutes, I think, that night. I was like, all right, complain about it again. I just hammered down and we was gone. Uh, <laughs> stupidity but it was fun while it lasted <laughs> your mom rides doesn't she andy yeah she i don't even know what kind of bike she got at the moment but yeah she took off from here to florida on her own and shit scared the hell out of me like uh, I, felt, I was the nervous parent in that situation like god dang but she made right. it down i think it broke down on her once but she got her fixed up <clears> rolled on so she's she's in the big with all the you know bikers and stuff around here which is really cool yeah <laughs> Um, the, senior bros picks <laughs> senior moment. <laughs> the, uh, the reason I, t- I tell you about the, the crash isn't just because it was spectacular or anything else, but it, oh, there we go. It, was, it was pretty much a defining moment in my life. Um, so when about a month later, I had my halo on, everything and my, me and my best friend would go back out to the crash site, and so. We're in my Mustang GT, and we're going through the curves and everything like that, and I knew exactly where it was. So we pull over uh, where, where the crash site was and across the street, there was a cross. And so I went across and it was the same. It was like the night before I crashed. Really? They pulled a vehicle out of the woods. So that stuff that I heard was all the pine needles and everything like yeah. that, that I hit that I would have blazed to the turn had it not mm-hmm. been all that stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. I ended up uh, going right to the uh, <clears throat> spot to where my bike left the road. And then walked out, and I told my buddy, he's uh, at, probably 6'1", 280, 290, big guy. Mm-hmm. I said, stay here, Ray, and I'm going to go walk out to where I was actually at uh, when I landed or whatever, where I stopped. And so I went back out there, and I, I turned around, and it was like 65 yards. I turned around, oh, I don't see three. Like, my big, my big friend, I don't see because yeah. there's trees that are well bigger than I could spread my hand on the screen right now. That are in my way. I like. So it was really at that moment like, hmm, I should start thinking more about this God thing a little bit more. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, he was looking out for you. Yeah. Like I shouldn't be here. Right. You should, yeah, you should have hit a tree and you. 
Yeah. That, so, shortly after that, I, I did give my life to Christ. And, uh, awesome. I'm not perfect. Yeah. God knows it, and everybody that knows me knows Ain't it. Ain't nobody perfect. <laughs> you know, I, I, love, I love Jesus, and uh, like he's the reason why I'm here for sure. Hey, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So mom, mom rides a V star, and its name is Sam Elliott. <laughs> so she can always say she wrote Sam Elliott. I yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Sam Elliott. <laughs> yeah, as, as as a Christian, we know that we're not perfect, and you yeah. know, it's just uh, that's that's. I, I, yeah. yeah, it was life changing for sure. I mean, here I am having these wild and crazy parties, Halloween parties at my house. You know, everybody's drinking, everything else like that, and then you know. Uh, you, you turn your life around and like people that uh, you start knowing now through church and everything else, you know, they're watching, you know, yeah. and then all the people who you party with are watching. You oh, know? Yeah. So it's like, okay, so I got to change some stuff up here. So I, I did start changing slowly. Um, and, uh, you know, but it was funny because everybody knows I'm fairly outgoing and wild. You know, I can, yeah. You know, do some crazy stuff for sure, <laughs> especially in vehicles or, or motorcycles, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I had a lady in my neighborhood. Uh, I was walking my, my son to school. It was almost right across the street. And uh, she's like, hey, I think you'd be really good um, at, uh, like, uh, teen Bible study. I was like, well, I'm not a teen. No, no. You, you would run it. Like, do you know who I am? <laughs> have you heard the rumors <laughs> so i didn't think much about it i went home no big deal and then another lady came up and said the same thing they were trying to get a group together of uh, adults to teach these high schoolers uh bible study and stuff like that and so um after the second lady asked i was like oh i don't know i went back to my wife at the time i said yeah you know this is weird but i've had two women ask me uh to help in a teen bible study <laughs> and she laughed. <laughs> well, okay. So, it was funny because then I had one of the ladies come back around and, and ask again. And I'm like, okay, I've read the Bible enough at this point now that I know three is a pretty important number. You know, you're giving three chances to do something, the, the Trinity, whatever you want to say. I just had three in my mind. Like, yeah. if I'm asked to do something three times or something, you better, you better be sure I'm going to do it. So, okay, I'm going to do it. So, anyway, I thought I'd be teaching these kids or having to, not knowing, you know, I, I felt inadequate about it for sure. But um, I think I got more training than they did. <laughs> it was like what those kids taught me, like it was, uh, it was good. Like, I still, so, well, you yeah. know, it, it's, and I've always, told everybody that uh so i was like basically forced to get baptized when i was 11 or 12 by my real father i mean my birth father and uh because every time we went to see him we had to go to church had to do everything you know so it was just everything was driven down my throat at, at the time and so when i was older you know i just didn't right uh so when my, my, we finally, when my kids ended up going to daycare, which is our church now and stuff, uh, from my oldest one, she's 19. So when we put her in daycare, we put her there. 
and there was always this older guy, uh, older than me, you know, um, he, every Friday he'd stand there and greet you and we called him the biscuit man because he'd give you a Hardy's biscuit, you know, and, Hey, how you doing? All that ended up becoming one of my best friends. He actually is the one who got me into this industry. Um, but he, he owns a pinstriping business, but he would come and sit with us and then do a Bible study and stuff like that. Well, my wife didn't grow up in the church and, you know, any of that. So I knew, you know, a decent bit about it. I thought I did, <laughs> but anyway, they would come and do that. And I told them first day they sat down, I said, I, I will sit here and I'll listen to everything. I said, but if you start trying to shove it down my throat, you're not welcome back anymore. And never did. Of course, she finally <clears throat> decided she wanted to get baptized. I wanted to get rebaptized too at the same time. So we we did it. All Jack uh, heard was Hardy's. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but anyway, it uh so I've always told people that and it, it's hard, like I can see where the women wanted you to do that to teens, uh, especially if it was teens that didn't grow up in the church, stuff like that. Because I can relate to somebody like me and you who became Christians better than somebody who was just straight laced in a church right. all their mm -hmm. life. So I can see it. Yeah. I can see no. it. So, yeah, the the second wife, she was pretty. Uh, I almost made it. I got to take my piss. <laughs> she was a new Christian for sure. And so it actually just worked out really good. Um, she was much younger than me. And uh, so we got married, but uh, uh, she was very inspiration, uh, inspirational for my two boys because uh, she really did help out tremendously yeah. uh, after the first divorce to uh, help get them in line and everything like that. But um, yeah, so it's just um, now I'm single again. Um, it's a lot more difficult to stay Christ-like. Oh, sure. I, I know. Trust me. It's, it's, uh, I deal with it, but, but, you know, that's why we rely on him. We're, we're, we're going to be steered away and then try to try to live the best life we can and try to plant that seed with others. You know, yeah, we, we, we all need help. And, but anyway, we yeah. could, we could go into some depth on, on this stuff, but right. <laughs> But to get Hudson on here one time. He can, oh, Lord. He can really get into it. So, uh, a lot of times, if you, uh, I know you, Brandon, you're, uh, you're on my Facebook. Um, and, uh, like I'll do a, a joy bomb. I call them joy bombs. And it's just a, a way to uh, keep people uh, focused on Christ, including me. And uh, it's been sporadic here in the past. Um, six, seven months for sure. As far as I usually put them out every Friday. Uh, if I'm out, out of the country, I'll do a, a video joy bomb or whatever. It's just a simple thing to, um, like if I'm going through something, there's gotta be like one other person that, you know, I think God wants me to say yeah. what I'm doing and, uh, how I may be struggling or succeeding, whatever it is. Uh, but just something that keeps us uh, focused on Christ. Um, awesome. and, uh, usually I started off just with text. And so I'd had to text 10 people at a time and I probably had six or 700 people on my phone at a time. And, you know, every so often you get somebody, oh, I don't want to be on here anymore. Yeah. Cause you know, going through a divorce or something like that, you get pretty like, man, 
this is like a bunch of BS, you know, and <laughs> you know, they don't want to hear it or what, what, whatever it is. Uh, but I always uh, keep it, uh, kept it Christ centered. So, uh, right. but, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, a lot of times that, that, uh, like I'll put stuff out there just to keep people focused. And I'll, you know, if you look at my Facebook page too, I'll put some crazy stuff up there too. It's like, <laughs> I'd take it out. Yeah. We all do. It's like, I, <laughs> True. You know, I try to be funny about it only because I know Christ. Mm-hmm. I know God has a sense of humor because I look in the mirror every day. I, say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see. Yes, you're very funny, man. You're very funny. See, I don't really. I, I don't go to church, but I, you know, I'm a believer. I grew up in the church and stuff. I like my, you know, doing the 75 hard. One of my things is my outdoor walk a day, and that's when I'll, you know, thank you for my blessings and all that. So that's kind of my way of doing it, but. Not much on the going to church every Sunday morning, dressing up and all this and that. I just kind of handle it my way. <laughs> what day are you on? I mean, we're on, uh, crap, what did I tell you, Brandon? We got like 16, got 16 days, 16 days left. 16 days left. Dang, 59. Kidding. I made it to day 68. And then I couldn't, I didn't have enough time to get home from a Christmas party I was at. And um, I didn't get the second workout in. But mm. everything else I did, and I got yeah. pretty ripped up. The girl I was with said it could have been like a second workout. I like, no, I'm not going to count that. I'm not going to count that. No, but yeah, it's very, it's hard. And I've actually people to do it. Uh, but you definitely have to stay focused and just make a commitment to do it for sure. Yeah, for sure. I did great when I did it uh, my first time. And of course, we did a big group of us that started it. Uh, I think we're down to four or five now. Yeah, my shoulder went out again, and that got into my head, and I just yeah, I've lost (laughs) as of this morning. I was down from two twenty five to two oh five. So all right, that's good. Yeah, I'm actually enjoying reading. Like I like reading anyway when I got time. That's the hard part. But now you got to make time for it, so it's a little different. So reading the secret right now. It's a good book. Brandon got me actually onto that one. So. I've got to listen to that one. I can't read that one. I think oh, I would do it. I'd do it again, but I wouldn't do the reading part. I would do uh, the audible. <laughs> <laughs> audible for an hour. Yeah, I know. I can yeah, listen I to books all day long. <laughs> if I listen to a book, I don't. I don't retain listening to a book. I got to actually read it, read the pages, and it's got to be like dead silence. Wherever I'm, like this morning, I came up the shop early and I read where it was quiet, and that and I can retain it that way. But if it's anything going on, I'm not. I'm not catching shit. <laughs> Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce said I live weights every morning. I left my dead carcass out of the bed. <laughs> You're a trip, Bruce. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's one thing. I think uh, the boys have always kept me pretty active, too. Um, you know, I know uh, growing up, my older brother would have some situations with my dad. And, you know, I didn't want to ever be a dad and have a situation with my kid. So yeah. I've, I've tried to work out almost every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the time they were born, you know, yeah. and I think I've only had to gotten getting one of my boys' faces one time. I had to get him on, poke him in the chest, and just say, "Hey, you know, I work out every day, <laughs> but anytime I want." <laughs> <laughs> he never bowed up with me again. But, so. Goodness, but yeah, I, I, I do like to take care of myself and exercise, so. Yeah, I didn't at all before this. Like, I was a fat ass. Like, I went from not drinking to eating Little Debbie's all the time. Like, I had to replace that alcohol with something. So, it was Little Debbie's. And 
So I still I ain't gonna act like I like the shit. Like I still don't like it, but I'm doing it because I. It's more because I'm stubborn than it is like I think than getting anything. I was like, I'm doing it, damn it, and I'm already in here. Why not do it? <laughs> so uh, well, I so I met Brian uh, Brandon at at the MTE, and mm-hmm. um, so he said something about Ginger Bros. I was like, oh, I think I've seen something about that because I I haven't <laughs> seen it. You know, I hadn't really. Uh, got online anything like that to watch and so I was pretty fascinated uh, when he's when he said what y'all do and so I wanted to get to know why why do y'all do it and the benefit what is the benefit I think I asked him point back, what is the benefit is it for sponsorships or yeah. what is it what, what motivates you to do that so I don't know if people have heard that um, or your so, answer to that so, so I mean, I, I probably, sorry, some weird car going down the road. I probably speak for both. Stealing mail. Yeah, I mean, it looked like the first, the first car that started doing that crap. Um, but you know, we were kind of coaxed into doing the show. Kevin Bird. Neither one of us were were, <laughs> you know, wanted to really be on camera and, and all this. But we went. I can see it. why. Yeah, we went for it, right? <laughs> but um, I got a face for radio too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, we were. Let me go back by. Um, we 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 came to a conclusion that we we're like, all right, if we're gonna do this, we don't want to be like every other podcast out there just talking about tools and and which is great by the way like we listen to those and we love it like i love listening about tools and stuff but we wanted to set ourselves apart but if we yeah if we're gonna do it we're gonna we're gonna do something different and we like getting to know other technicians and stuff so we're like why don't our show be about getting to know the technicians on a personal level but we don't want to just pull the same guest that that it's currently on this show the same week or month or whatever i you know we really wanted to kind of and we've done a good job of it is getting newer technicians or technicians that have been around for a while but kind of fly under the radar uh or ones that you know we don't really know um and and of course we've had others on like you know Kevin Bird and Don Cavanaugh and all, and you know, several. Dave well, a couple times we've done some training, like Gene and uh, John's training, and Matt Moore and Carson's training, and done yeah. the easy, like stuff we firmly believe in that people we thought people need to know about. But for the most part, it is definitely getting to know people outside the industry. You know, and we've had and we've had sponsors, but we never went out and searched for it. So before, yeah, we got asked. <laughs> I was like, before our very first show, somebody reached out and said, "Hey, you know." Can do y'all have a sponsor? Or can we sponsor the show or whatever? And we didn't. <laughs> I'm like, uh, nobody else is doing this, but um, okay, well, we set you know an amount for whatever. Like, well, here's what we're gonna do for your sponsorship because it's not what we're about. We're not putting you on here to sell your stuff for you, <laughs> yeah. you know. And they understood that, and you know, we got asked and asked and asked, and of course. Yeah, that's dwindled off and we don't have any sponsors. But what we did with the sponsor money that we got, we still pay out of pocket for all of our our you know, course stream yard. but all our, our stream yard and everything, which is expensive and the apple and all that. I mean it for both of us, I mean it's it's you know 
over a grand a year just for us to host this, mm. you know, um, not to mention the stuff we bought to do this too. But so like at MTE, but last two years, uh, you know, we, we put that money towards the tangible stuff that we can give out. So the stickers, the koozies, all that type of stuff um, to get it out there. So you yeah. guys get new clothes. New clothes. I think it's time like as the ginger bros, you know, we, you had problems with your manufacturer for the oh. clothes and stuff. Um, yeah, I got somebody to do it, and I love these types of shirts, so uh, I will start working on that. So, sweet, yeah, but but you know, we just put that back in, it's kind of like running the business, put the money back into the business, we just put it back into this, but we take the money and don't spend it on our you know, our re upping our, our accounts and all this for StreamYard, we still pay out of pocket, we just we put it to give back to, to everybody. That's been Swag. Us, so. Yeah. yeah. We like yeah. That. And then so. we just, we just like to have fun. So like last year in MTE and this year, I mean, we're just throwing koozies out and like our, our tag team this year, we were the troll dolls or whatever. And I got, had them, uh, the troll balls, you know, we yeah. spent the money on those and throwing them out to everybody. You know, just stuff that that's fun and and you know, <laughs> it's a ginger bros, not ginger hose. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Exactly. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't like... do. We didn't do this to make money. We didn't do it to get sponsors to pay us for anything. When we got asked about it, we we're like, okay, well then, what do we? What do we charge? What do we do? And what do we do with the money? And I think yeah. we've done great with it. So. Just just by the little um, that I've known about it, and then with your awards, y'all's awards and everything, you can tell that people genuinely appreciate what y'all are doing because it's authentic. Yeah. And, you know, you're not trying to push stuff or anything like that. You know, I understand sales and everything like that, but uh, just the show and everything like that, is, it's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. And, and, that's and what every... I was talking about when I was talking to you, Brandon. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, I love talking about it. And, and so when you asked me about it, it was like one of the first times I'd ever been asked. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, here, here, you know, uh, let me explain it. But then we got caught up on stage and I couldn't yeah. finish explaining it. So He didn't tell me a story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, I, I know. In fact, that everybody we've had on, like, I could be dead tired on Wednesday. Take the day, for instance. We'll hop on the show, talk to somebody great like you and, like I'm re-energizing stuff. It re-energizes me for the week too. So I love that aspect of it. I love the networking, like all the people we've had on, I consider friends now. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's huge. We didn't, we didn't want to, and we haven't been uh, scripted. We didn't want to do that. Uh, we just wanted to be relaxed. Just three guys, girls, whatever you want to call it. 10, 20 of us on here at a time, just talking like we're, on a zoom call or face to face, you know, uh, cause we've had several guests who were like, uh, uh, I've never done this before. And, and at the end of the show, they're like, Oh, that was, that was, that was awesome. That was easy. Yeah. Like I told you, it's just like three of us sitting around talking. That's why I tell uh, everybody. I ask, it's like, this is going to be us bullshit. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> nothing behind it. And drama free. We will always be drama free. You know, we won't, we'll, we'll leave opinions on stuff to ourselves, but, yeah. Um, we just yeah, don't, we don't want that. Yeah. 
I've just met some just some terrific people in the business. It's just uh, oh yeah, people who really give you the shirt off their back. Absolutely. Um, you know all, all the names like all, you know Mike and Don and uh, other people, Kevin. Um, one of the guys that uh, was a competitor of mine uh, at the time, Naman. Um, some of y'all may know him, but uh, he was working a dealership that I was working at. And so, like, I'm all, I was I always get up early. If it wasn't six, it was four to work out or whatever, get mm-hmm. to work and start, you know, start working. Uh, so this kid from Dead Wizard would would be at the dealership and like, what in the world? Like, he's writing up cars. He's getting approval from another manager. I go to a manager who I usually get approval from, get to yeah. work. He's got keys to a car I'm supposed to steal. Like, so <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I've known this kid for a couple of years. So I say kid, he, he's not a kid anymore, but you know, everybody, me now, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, w- one day, uh, he, he had passed on a job and it happened a few times actually. And I saw the job, I'm, like, I'm going to do it. So I fixed it. And he was like, he came up to me. He's like, are you fixing that? Like, yeah. And he goes, Oh, I hate you. I was like, man, get away from me, dude. You're, <laughs> you're on the other side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but we ended up, he was super awesome. Um, and uh, so he wanted to be better after he saw me taking out stuff he didn't want to do. And so um, he, he came up to me, I think, a time later. He goes, yeah, when you started doing stuff that I wasn't doing, he goes, it motivated me to, to do more. And I, I actually took that as a compliment. Like, oh, yeah, not for sure. Yeah, and then he he's not working for Dent Wizard anymore. He's you know chasing hail and stuff like that. And um, he was actually the first guy to help me get. Uh, like I told him, I said, "Naman, uh, if it hails this year, let me know. I'd, I'd like to hang out with you if I can." And you know, yeah. I don't think that's like most most hail guys. Like it's just it's my place. You know, I may get yeah. one. I don't know how that works because I don't yeah. want to place. But I asked him, and he said, "Yeah." So ended up uh, putting my name out there at MTE at a couple of places. And the guy calls me up on a Friday. Um, it was some other uh, company, and uh, was like, "Hey, uh, uh, got some hail in uh, in uh, Denver. We'd like you to come." I said, "Okay, I can be there." Like this is Friday around eleven in the afternoon. He goes, uh, "Yeah, I can be there uh, Monday." He goes, "Ooh, I'm like what? What's ooh? What, 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 you know, I need you here tomorrow." I'm like <laughs> like eleven. <laughs> Yeah. So I called my wife at the time. I said, "Hey, um, I got a job in um, Denver, uh, pushing hail. Okay, when do you leave? Like Monday? Like, no, when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> and went to work. But then I, I hooked up with Naman there. Ended up making a ton of money. And it was all because, like, I helped him. He helped me. Yeah. And it was, you know, <clears throat> hey, like." If he needs anything or I need something, I know he'll do, you know, whatever. And the guy's all over the place. He's travels everywhere. But just just some super awesome people. Uh, oh, absolutely. That's how it should be. Yeah. And, you know, not, like when I first got started, there was people like I – they called him the old man. He was probably as old as he is now. Uh, but back in, uh, you know, 96 – uh, <laughs> uh, so first, uh, 92 um uh he he wouldn't talk and he he wouldn't show you anything he'd stop working and put all he'd lay like a blanket over his tools or something like yeah okay like it's not a secret it's just like 
you have to be really good at what you do, you know? <laughs> they recently watched the old labels. <laughs> yeah. So, but just, you know, uh, seeing all the different people and meeting them, um, like, like Mike Toledo, like that guy yeah. has uh, motivated me to, to be better. And I don't, he didn't even know it. Like I had to yeah. tell him like three years after I saw one of his first videos, he, he was pushing on a Suburban and he had this little, it was a fairly big plastic tip or rubber tip they put on a tool. I was like, what the heck? Where'd he get that from? So <laughs> like, I just watched the video over and over and then would watch uh, other videos they did. But uh, I just had to tell him one, one time when I met him, I was like, man, I, I don't know if you know, but you've been very inspirational, inspirational to me and yeah. want to be the best I can be um, just by putting out videos. Like he didn't, he didn't really make any, he wasn't doing it to make money. He was just doing it to show what he could do, yeah. uh, you know, but oh, yeah. it's just how many people did he help um, in those videos and still helps to this day, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's like, <laughs> like y'all uh, doing trainings and stuff like that and people just sharing information. Yeah. Um, it's, it's motivational for people. It's inspiring. And uh, I, I like to do that, you know, if it's, um, you know, I want everybody to succeed. Like, I'm not, if a guy's driving a Lamborghini, I'm not jealous. Like, I love that. I want to do that. Like, how did you do it? How can I be better to do that? You know, I, I always, yeah. like, still, like, when I graduated high school, I went to college. I went to college, at community college. I went there for two weeks, three dates, and I was done. <laughs> so like me. I can't do it. Like I, I just want to work with my hands. Yeah. And so I started working on the transmission shop. But all through like as soon as I got done with school, I wanted to learn then. Like so I'd learn like I wanted to work out and want to be uh you know, learn what to do. So I read Muscle and Fitness magazine for probably six, seven years straight, cover to cover. And so everything I've 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 wanted to learn about now. Um, I go after it and just try to learn as much yeah. as I can, whether it's Sweet. Um, that, PDR, law. Uh, I mean, I go to – I get a ticket, and it, it it's a shit show at, at court. <laughs> yeah. like, you can't do it. Yes, I can. Here's why, blah, blah, blah. Case dismissed, whatever. Uh, and, and this <laughs> then hold judges accountable and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, studying <laughs> law and stuff like that is important to me. But then after the um, – uh, the second divorce, I was like, man, I'm doing something wrong. Like, I can't hang it on those women. Like, I did something wrong or I didn't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> so what What have I been doing since then? Okay, YouTube University and relationships. <laughs> just all that stuff, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm a, I just want to continue to learn uh, to be the best I can be, no matter what it yeah. is, you know? Oh, yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah. And by the way, uh, it's Mike Toledo's birthday today. So yeah, yep. happy, birthday, happy Mike. birthday, Mike. Um, That's, this must be Ray. Yeah, he trained Ray's whole family, so it, it was awesome watching. Yeah, I was telling my uh, my youngest son. I said, you know, if you ever like stop being like me when I was that young, then I'll, I'll train you. But I'll right. probably send you to either Mike. Or somebody else, you know, that does training, yeah. Bryce, you know, Bryce. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spend oh, yeah. some money to train this kid. But I was like, I'm not training you until you're responsible, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, they got the PDR colleges doing the 
what's it what's the seminar called <clears throat> advanced skills seminar advanced skills yeah. yeah and speaking of mike they're doing the mega media events coming up too yeah so, so mike I'm and to decide, I california both and then both of them yeah uh, uh, advanced is going to be at matt moore's uh place in atlanta so it's like do i want to learn to fix dents better or do i want to learn to advertise better you know what i mean like there's two yeah. totally a different ends so atlanta's a lot good. closer to me so oh, sure. <laughs> that's yeah. probably where i'm going to go I ain't I never been to Cali though, so well, twenty nine palms don't count. Um, <laughs> I think I've spoken two or three times at mega media events just about um, these dent warranties and how to get the most money out of them because, like, everybody's like, oh, you don't do a dent warranty; it's only sixty five, seventy five bucks. Like, no, like that's probably probably thirty thirty five percent of my business, and and it's good, you know. That's what, really. that's what... once, once you realize it, what what they say and what they do are two different things. Like, right, buddy. <laughs> make it work out really good. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have to talk to you about that. Often. Yeah, because I've had Dent Zone twice, and I hate Dent Zone, and I'm tired. Like, I don't even want no more after that whole is- issue. So, yeah, they're probably one of my best customers, actually. Yeah. Really? Ke- Kevin was kind of telling me that, and it kind of yeah. got me intrigued. So, well, I know Duck Hill just has a lot of luck with them, too, but I just, I can't, I ain't figured it out yet. Yeah, yeah. You can talk to me later about that. It's, okay. uh, but it, it's it's great. You're helping them. You're helping their customer, and and you're making money. Right. You know? And and it helps you do the stuff you like to do. Exactly. I I so wouldn't mind doing it all. It's just I've had you know, doing that third party, you know, insurance stuff before. I've had customers stand in front of me for hour and a half, you know, and them them cussing them out me. After I'd already told them I don't do it, and they they were told by the dent company that they'd pay it in full, just get me to repair it, send the, the invoice. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna relinquish the vehicle until I'm paid, right. you know. And then, anyway, it just it just it, it makes you where you don't want to do it. But of course, I don't know how to play the game. Yeah, there's probably only one or two places I I, I don't associate with anymore. One of them's out of California, and it's just like took too long to get my money but you know you know with all our smartphones and all these apps now it, it makes it pretty easy to do work for most of these people you know most of these uh dent warranty companies stuff like, stuff like that so yeah we'll have to talk about that yeah uh, well cool well we're almost an hour and a half in so i think we're gonna shut it down go I, I could talk eyes. i could talk for hours but i see andy's like look i look i'm <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't that. I'm just like, I can't hardly open my eyes. I've been staring at white vehicles for two weeks straight, all day, true, every day. <laughs> my true. eyes are shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all having me on. and uh, Thank you for coming on, brother. About uh, y'all's stuff. And, yeah, it was really neat meeting uh, Brandon at the, at the deal. And I am I, really fascinated. I want to learn more about uh, what people do and stuff like that and what makes yeah. them tick, too, for sure. So yeah, I'm we're fine. Yeah, we we go on every every Wednesday at six PM. Um, we're live just like this. So uh, next week, uh, that Greg O'Ree, uh, Greg shooting, Greg shooting, he's gonna be our guest. He's new to it. There he is. He did. This was yeah, that was earlier. But yeah. uh, we're gonna we both met him at, <clears throat> at MTE. Um, he's hilarious. He's up there around Kavanaugh and and Vadine and. So, uh, yeah, having all trained him, yeah, but anyway, 
He's going to be our guest next week, so everybody tune in. But we appreciate you coming on, Steve. And then, thank you, brother. And us getting to know you better, and and everybody else who is watching and who will go back and listen and stuff like that. You'd be surprised at how many how many downloads we get of every episode. It's crazy. Um, Andy, Andy, and Brandon, I certainly appreciate y'all having me on, and uh, to everybody else out there as well as y'all. Don't let anything steal your joy. Love it, yes, sir. Well, we're gonna. we're going to end the broadcast, but we're going to put put you in the back room. So when I end it, we'll say our goodbyes after I end it. But anyway, uh, again, thanks for coming on. Thanks, everybody, for watching uh, and commenting all night. And it was a great show. And, and uh, if you missed it, go back and listen. But yeah. As soon as Brandon puts it up. <laughs> yep. As soon as I put it up, I'm going to uh, try to do that tonight. Anyway, if you it may see be me around, fun. you can come up and talk to me. I don't mind. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if we don't, if we don't see you, or if I don't see you before MTE next year, we'll have to make it a point to be able to get together and talk and dinner or something like that. But uh, sounds it's, good. It's, it's always just a busy time, and and I forget to to meet a lot of people. But anyway, uh, again, thank you, thank you everybody, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Peace.